0: I'm really glad to see everybody today. Okay, um, so my name's Georgia Deacon. for those of you that don't know me, for anybody who's on screen, and I'm one of the practitioners for CSL White Rock, and I'm delighted to be here and nice to see people in the audience today. And thank you for coming out. Um, As a representative of CSL White Rock, I recognize that I'm a settler on this land and I'm grateful and honored to live and operate on the traditional ancestral unceded territory of and working and living in the traditional land of many other indigenous peoples. We thank the First Peoples who continue to live and care for the mother earth. As CSL White Rock is committed to the vision of a loving, vibrant world that works for all. We are committed to uplifting indigenous voices, respecting traditional lands and writing and working with communities toward reconciliation. So I'd like to introduce the musician. Today, our guest is online. I'm so glad to see her, Marlee. And um, <clears throat> she's very talented. Marlee is a multi-award multi, multi winning singer, actress, songwriter, musician, voiceover, and recording artist, producer, and painter. Ooh. Wow. wow. <laughs> and after years of singing on, on commercials, TV appearances, in live theater, bands, having a national... Hit song, touring, and three original CDs. Marley ventured into film and TV acting. What an amazing, multi-talented artist you are! Please welcome Marley, Marley uh, with Walczak.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Good morning, everybody. We're going to start this morning with a song by Luba, very talented Canadian. Too many doubts, too much fear, too much danger When society constructs our human nature oh, Live by the rules, live by the laws, live by commandments Notions preconceived can lead to utter madness Let it go, let it go Let it free your body, let it move your soul Let it go, oh no, we are made, we are not born let it go, let it free your body, let it move your soul Let it go, on. Oh, no, we are made, we are not born Learn to convert, learn to assert, learn to abandon Ideologies and disciplines at random lay down the laws lay down the rules lay down commandments lift the sanctions that restrict this woman's madness let it go let it go let it free your body let it move your soul let it go oh no we are made we are not born let it go let it free your body let it move your soul let it go oh, no we are made we are not born <music> Uniformity conventionality is the bane of our existence Keep us safely at a distance nonconformity nonconventionality is to dare to be let your head down can't you see let it go let it go let it free your body let it move your soul let it go oh no we are made we are not born let it go let it free your body let it move your soul let it go oh no woman is made she is not born let it go Let it go Let it go Let it go Oh no We are made, we are not born Let it go Let it free your body Let it move your soul Let it go oh, No, we are made, we are not born, let it go, let it free your body, let it move your soul, Mm, we are made, we are not born, let it go, let it go.
0: Well, thank you, Marley. Thank you so much. What a talented musician. That was wonderful. Um, so CSL White Rock is an inclusive community and learning center. And we honor the past as one. So, you know, we have the four noble truths. One, there's one life. And it's the source of all things and all life. Two, we are humans. We are spirit having a human experience. And three, nothing outside of us needs to change in order for us to be happy. And we are here to walk each other home.
2: It's exciting to be back in person and on Zoom for our hybrid. I'm really saying that sometimes people don't always understand what hybrid meeting is. And that's when we're in person and we allow our people who can't make it in to be on Zoom as well. So it is nice that we have this opportunity because Marlee's at way over on the other side of the province in North Vancouver. (laughs) 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 Which is quite a ways. So it's amazing that we can bring her in on zoom and also Jade is coming in from Kelowna. So what a nice opportunity to um, share our, our, our teaching with people in different areas of the province and different areas. Um, throughout. So my name is Tamara Rossander. I'm the spiritual director here. And so welcome to our few, I think we have some first time guests or second time guests. So welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you found your way here to our spiritual community. And if you uh, haven't received one yet, on your way out, we do have some welcome packages that give you some ideas about what uh, Centers for Spiritual Living is all about. So today I want to talk about, it was funny, the title of the talk was supposed to be, The World is an Oyster. And for some reason in my little brain, I changed it around to, The World is Your Oyster. So when I went back and was researching and looking at the the talk and the title, I found that kind of interesting because isn't it just all one thing? Right The world, ours, yours, it is all one thing. And that is one of our main tenets, that first tenet that we talk about, that we are all one, that everything is together. Each blade of grass, each drop of rain, it is all interconnected throughout. And so that was just my little that's my little sidetrack for today. And for the month, we're talking about curiosity as one of the most basic calls of life. It is truly a superpower. So as we move through this month, we've pulled by curiosity to look at below the surface, which we did with Savannah. Then we looked at releasing it into the world. And then last week with myself, and then this week, we're looking at curiosity revealed to us and then lean into the wonderment of living each day with a heightened awareness of how curiosity ignites our life. And then I just lost my notes. Isn't that just lovely? (laughs) See, it is a technical day, Georgia. It is a technical day. So when I was thinking about this, the world is our oyster and about the oyster and what it does to produce a pearl, that pearl of wisdom. And then I was looking up the parable of the pearl in the Bible about How it talks about its priceless, that piece of that time that it takes, where there's that little irritant that gets into it. And it's always talked about that it's a grain of sand, but it's actually not. It's actually a parasite. Or (laughs) I know it's a parasite or something that gets caught in its little mantle. And then what the oyster does is it secretes a, a barrier around that. And it is the same um, secretion that it uses to make its shell. So it makes it hard. So that is what makes the pearl. And to make a pearl, it takes about, it can take anywhere from six months to four years, depending on the size of the pearl. So I see some people are wearing pearls. They've got, well, they're not real, but the bigger ones or the smaller ones. So depending where they are and then they're gently harvested. So it doesn't there's no harm done to any oyster whatsoever, which is always good.
1: <clears throat>
2: so it got me thinking about this world is your oyster. What does that mean? So I thought there was basically three ideas that came to me. The first one is patience. Because they have to be patient to wait for that pearl to be harvested. And how patient is our world this day? Not very. And the second thing I was thinking about was passion. The passion of then igniting and harvesting that pearl, that pearl farmer, I guess it's called. I don't know, oyster farmer? I don't know what they're called. And about pulling out that pearl and then the third thing then that leads us to is purpose. What is our purpose? So we have our patience to come up with it, listen. We have our passion then that fuels that desire, that fuels the harvesting of the pearl. And then the third thing is what do we then do with that pearl? What is that purpose that we're going through with it? So I always find my um inspiration from disparate things. And this month, it was from a magazine called Magnolia, and uh, it is with Joanna Gaines. And, you know, she's not maybe necessarily science of mind, but man, oh man, does she talk science of mind um, so much so. She said, and to, uh, so let's talk about patience, because this month they do a quarterly magazine and it's all about patience. So I looked up patience, though, in the dictionary. And it is the capacity to accept or tolerate a delay without getting upset, angry, or frustrated. And I think about the world as your oyster, the first point of how the oyster turns that irritant into that pearl and the time it takes. I also read when it was, when that oyster gets that irritant in, imagine in your finger, you get a splinter and it's kind of like that that feeling and then it goes around to protect itself so when it and protect itself um and that material the material that it protects itself forms the pearl so they got me thinking about where do i cover up my irritants when i'm waiting when i have to be patient Because patience sometimes isn't, I know they say patience is a virtue. (laughs) And sometimes, I mean, I resist that. Isn't that funny? I resist it. And so when I have to wait and waiting for in the grocery store or waiting for the light to turn green or waiting for whatever I'm, for that in-between space, that it's something has started, but it hasn't yet come to an end so i'm in that in that middle space so what do i do rather than maybe take that time and take a breath i know i'm probably the first one to pull up my phone oh let's see what's happening on facebook an hour goes by uh-huh. <laughs> i haven't done anything or i'll read or sometimes i'll set a timer because i know i have some time i'm like oh how many things can i task can i get done in between this time so i'm waiting so then I'm in the doing phase. So rather than being patient and waiting, I've moved into doing. And where is that piece of spiritual practice? So when I'm encouraged to wait, then I can maybe breathe a little deeper. Maybe I can do a quiet little meditation Even just thinking of one line that Jade said earlier, I am the love, God is the love that is within me, and then taking that moment to think about that and contemplate. Or maybe it's even counting my steps as I walk, a walking meditation. So there's many ways that I could feel that time, but yet it's easy to go to that mindless place that place of not really connecting with the divine. So all these things that I avoid waiting in the patient that it takes you, there's a whole world of lessons that unfold and are in waiting and having that breathing room, that purposeful pause. There's a space to be sharpened, to look up and take in all that we missed when one may be busy looking down. So it is that place, that pause, when we can look up and see what is going on, the sun shining through, the, gl- the t- raindrop on a plant. It is taking those times. And Joanna Gaines says that the seasons are a perfect example of that. The seasons slowly invite us in and patience is the welcome song it's not a passive kind of waiting but a chance to live curiously and that space is created so let's be curious about those times when we have to wait and what we do to fill those spaces and that's the heart of the issue pursuing patience and trusting there is a purpose in what it has to teach us and acknowledge that simply some things can't be rushed simply some things can't be rushed right we take out the pearl at four months it's only going to be this size if i wait four years it'll be that <laughs> the bigger size so then it got me into thinking there is a, a passage here i wanted to read to you the space between time time always measured always quantified sometimes labeled good times, bad times, happy times, sad times, sometimes identified by the big momental market on the calendar kind of times, but then other times feel in between, the pending time, the not yet time, the patiently waiting time, the time that is the space between the beginning and the end of something. It is planting the seed, and then reaping the harvest. It is casting the line and reeling in the big one. It is grinding the beans, and then taking that first sip of coffee, having the dream and seeing its magic played out, charting the course and reaching the summit, or paddling out and riding the waves, or starting the oven and buttering the bread, Can you smell that already, baking? I think it's the goodies in the back, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Or saying hello and living happily ever after. Reading the first line and then finishing the story. It is here in the mundane and in the not yet and in the unknown as we patiently wait for what's to come when things begin shifting. The stories we someday tell are being written. Life is unfolding and lessons are being learned. And I bet more times than not, when we look back in this space, this moment of time, that is what we've been waiting for all along. That was, I forgot to tell you who credit that was. Billy Jack Broner wrote that story. And I thought that was a brilliant segue into It's those times, those moments that we create, that in-between time that gets us to live in our passion. So what is our passion? It's that the fire and the passion to reveal the divine's highest idea through you. For the oyster's pearl to be revealed, the shell must be opened. And often heat or a fire is used to perform this action. And this can be true for us as well, as we reveal our pearls into the world. Often change or new ideas require a strong conviction and a hefty dose of fired-filled passion to advocate their movement out into the world. So what is it that brings you passion? Have you thought about that lately? Have you taken that moment to think about, even though we could be at different stages of our life, and doing different things at this time, there's still something that probably ignites you, that fills you up. I'm thinking of Ray actually here. (laughs) I think, well, I think of how you take care of your dogs. You love to dog walk. And I know that brings you such pleasure and joy. And I know that's a passion of yours. And mine is a passion of learning and growing. And I know most of our practitioners are in that same vein as well. And then that leads us to our purpose. And there is a quote out there saying, be the change you want to see in the world. And we all seem to have a strong desire to see the change in the world that is fueled by that passion, and especially in conditions that cause discomfort in our heart. But we don't always know how to get started. It can feel overwhelming, and often we give up before we begin but we can reapproach it one small step at a time. That's the ministerial school for me was one step and another, just realizing that a nine-year <laughs> time frame has passed since I started. So if I didn't just keep doing one step at a time, would I have gotten to where I am where March 6th, I'll be taking my last final step and moving forward? Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited for that part. To be finally over, so it's finding that peace, that passion, and then igniting it, igniting it into your purpose. Because our main purpose here is to be that spirit having that human experience. That goes to our second tenet of where we're expressing that divine that is within us. So if we're quiet and we're listening to that voice, when we have those moments when we're patiently waiting. There's things that bubble up, ideas that come up. Um, We just had a leadership meeting on last Friday, last Friday. And it was amazing when we took the time to sit and think. I have, you guys, you would laugh at my office. I have whiteboards all over my walls with a bunch of sticky notes of all the ideas that came up from these wonderful human beings that are so committed to our center, And so now it's about working together to implement them. And that was our passion that day, came forth through in our purpose to provide the best that we can opportunity for people to develop their spiritual path at CSL White Rock. There's a story um, about this man who used to walk his dog every Sunday and he would walk around a lake near his house and week after week he saw the same elderly lady walk sitting at the edge of the water and she had a small metal cage next to her and finally the man's curiosity got the best of him and he approached the woman one day and he noticed that the cage was actually a small trap and she had three small turtles in it and in her lap there was the fourth turtle and she was actually carefully wiping down with a sponge that little turtle and the man greeted her and said, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do with these turtles every week? Well, she smiled and explained to him that she was cleaning the shells because any algae or scum that builds up on a turtle's shell reduces its ability to absorb heat and it slows down their swimming. It can also corrode their shell and weaken it over time. Well, the man was impressed with, as the woman continued, she goes, I do this every Sunday morning to help the turtles. And the man said, but don't most turtles live their entire lives with algae on their shells? The man asked, and the woman agreed, that was true. And he replied, well, then you're kind to do this, but are you really making a difference? if most turtles don't have people around to clean their shells with that the woman laughed and looked down at the turtle in her lap and she said young man if this little turtle could talk he would say I'm making all the difference in the world Uh so that passion that patience that we have that bubbles up leads us into doing those small little things. And we don't know how that small thing will change us or change somebody else. That random act of kindness, that going out of our way. I think a post I put on Facebook this week was, be the person your pet thinks you are. <laughs> right? As they look at us with those adoring eyes, as that little turtle looked at that woman with that eyes. And she would, he would say that. So this week, think about that, how that passion can lead into a purpose and is something that you can do out into the world and the um, and, and know that it can make a difference. And we might not see it right away, but over time, that demonstration will come back. It's like prayer. With prayer, we don't always necessarily see the demonstration right away, or sometimes we do. And sometimes the demonstration may not be exactly what we think it should be, but it's getting out of that way, getting out of our own way, because spirit or the divine, whatever you call it, may have a different plan that is putting us on that different path, because we're all here walking each other home and walking the spiritual path. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here because you're wanting to know more, wanting to learn and grow and practice together as a community. So prayer can definitely help those times. What else do I wanna tell you today? So I think it is, so don't ignore also that which brings you discomfort because sometimes there's those things, it could be that irritation, but it can turn into a pearl. And look directly at it and don't make excuses for why it's there and why you can't do anything to change it. Bring it front and center into your consciousness and your heart and begin working on it with what you already have within you. And allow your curiosity to reveal greater possibilities. Slowly, the irritant will be transformed into the pearl And when you're ready, you get to reveal it to the world. So that is the end. And I think the homework I would give you this week, where is that is I do have some homework for you, is take time on your spiritual practices to bring to the surface that is which is causing you discomfort and in your personal life or the world and allow your unique essence To begin to transform the process, much like that oyster intuitively wraps that liquid around the irritating grain or the, the parasite, thus transforming it. So you too can allow your intuitive nature to transform what is causing you discomfort. So let's take that into prayer. Knowing that there is this one life, this one love, this divine wisdom that is operating right here, right now, in through and as each person in this room, listening on Zoom and out into the greater community. I know that there is that life force that is nudging each person forward in our lives. And it is also taking the time to be busy and to be successful. And yet it is also taking that time to rest and restore. And knowing that when I am patient, that my passion will bubble up and will fill me with purpose. So as I walk this spiritual path on purpose and working, what is mine to work today? And knowing that I can make a small difference in someone else's life. As each one of us can. Each one of us here are a practitioner. We are all walking each other home and moving through this time and space. So today it is allowing that inspiration to come up and know that truth of who we really are, that we are a divine living spirit, right here, right now, and that there is endless possibility awaiting for us. And that each act of kindness that we perform every day creates that ripple into the world. So I let these words go with gratitude with the joy of knowing that each day I can improve my life, which may ripple out to improve someone else's, which may ripple out into the community and touch places that I may not know. Because I know that is the way spirit works. So I let it go, I let it be, and I ask you to join me in saying, and so it is.
0: Okay, so this is operatory time. And CSL White Rock is solely funded through your donations. It means your monetary gift is deeply valued. Every dollar that we receive provides inspiring messages, spiritual lessons, music, and personal support by our spiritual director, the prax, um, pays for the rent <laughs> in this place. It, all so many things, our musicians, all of your donations are so important. So if you can, if whatever you can handle, if you would put that Uh, think about that today. And if you feel grateful for what you've heard today, you know, it's gratitude. It's kind of a reciprocal thing. You're receiving and you're giving and giving and receiving. So thank you for your generosity. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have and all that I give and all that I receive. And so it is. So there's three three ways to, to send your offerings, e-transfer, mail, or become a monthly donor. Um, that's what we've done. It's made it so much simpler just to be a monthly donor, and then we don't have to worry about it all, all the time. And you can find this information on our website. And the, all, the, all the ways that you can do it is put on the screen right now. I'm not going to read them out because um, you can figure that out. It's right there on the screen. If those of you who are online, just read it in the chat.